I'm inviting you to join me for one of my favorite classes that I'm hosting the third week of June, how to plan, create, and execute a month of social media post in one day. Now, I have to tell you, this is my absolutely favorite class because people get results in real time, and it's been over a year since I've hosted it. Now, even if you've attended this class before, you're going to want to register for it because the team and I have completely revamped the class, and if you attend live, you're going to have the chance to win a private one-on-one coaching session with me. Yes, you and me in a coaching session. So learn how to create 30 days of content so that social media can be one of the easiest things you do for your business, not the hardest. Save your seat at jasminestar.com forward slash plan content. Or if it's easier, just send me a DM on Instagram and I will personally send you that link. Y'all know that I respond to my DMs. Now let's get started with the show. Hey there, welcome back to the Jasmine Star Show. My name is Courtney. I am the community admin for Social Curator and of course, a lover of the Jasmine Star Show myself. So I am honored and excited to be able to share with you a recording from an inspirational Facebook Live that Jasmine hosted recently. If you are feeling down, overwhelmed with the state of the world or just having a hard week, prepare your heart because this episode is guaranteed to give you the one thing you need, hope. Oh, and before we dive in, I wanted to let you know that she recorded this Facebook Live when enrollment for Social Curator was open. We are currently closed for enrollment, but you can join the waitlist at socialcurator.com slash waitlist and be the first to know when we reopen again. Okay, ready to turn your feelings of hopeless into hopeful? Let's listen in. Hi, friends. How are you? Just this morning, I had sent an email And it's a crazy kind of time in my life and business. And you will see my husband running around in the background and you will hear my daughter in the background. And I just decided to come live because somebody reminded me of um, an email that I had sent. In the email that I had sent, I talked about some of the stuff that my mom went through when she had brain cancer. Now I'm gonna start off by saying that my mom called me this morning. So the fact that my mom is still here with us after an eight and a half year battle with cancer is not lost on me. One of our members from Social Curator, she just recently underwent a double mastectomy with cancer. And so that conversation with this curator who I was sending a DM to in Instagram, and then also the conversation that I had with my mom this morning, it's kind of like this just, it was a wake up call. And part of the wake up call was that my mom was diagnosed with cancer and the doctors had decided to stop chemotherapy and radiation and all sorts of treatment. And she was 50 years old and I was 25 years old. And at the time, the conversations that we were having around life wasn't focused on all the things that my mom did. You know, she shared her memories and they were happy, but the thing that she kept on focusing the most on was all the things that she didn't do. My mom had a dream of writing a children's book. My mom had a dream of visiting Israel My mom had a dream of being able to go alone with my dad on vacation. And these were all the things that she didn't do. My mom wanted to build out a curriculum. These were all the things that she didn't do. And I I was struck with the reality that on your deathbed, while I thought people would be looking back at, wow, look at the accomplishments that I had amassed or look at the things that I'd gotten and Strangely enough, what we see is like all the things that people wish they had more time to do, 
And it was a wake up call for me because I was 25 years old and I thought to myself, I'm in law school. It's not something I want to do whatsoever. And I don't want to die a lawyer. Like it was so, it was so clear to me that all of a sudden the things that I was thinking about, the things I was so concerned with was what people were going to think and how good my job was going to be and what kind of car I was going to drive. And I'm like, that's not what I want to do. Like I started realizing that on my deathbed, I would be thinking about all the stuff that I had never done and I wanted to. So when my mom underwent multiple brain surgeries and then when the doctors had said that her time had come and all treatment was going to stop we thought that we had to make funeral arrangements for my mom and then this crazy thing happened the doctors call it an instantaneous resolution we and my family call it a straight up miracle from heaven and so while this miracle was taking place of like my mom got off chemo she had a shunt in her brain for years they removed the shunt to regulate the cranial fluid in her mind and in her brain and we thought to ourselves that we were going to lose her. And instead of passing, instead of ascending, my mom began to thrive. And a lot of it was based in like this hope that she said, I have a hope that I'm going to see my grandchildren. I have a hope that I'm going to be able to go to Israel. I have a hope. And all of a sudden, this thing that kept on thrusting her was this hope of the future. And I thought to myself, my mom was 50 years old and I was 25 years old. And I thought to myself, can I live the life that my mom is living now? when I am 25. And so this year was such a crazy year for me because uh, this year when I was 25 was such a crazy year because I started living like I was going to die instead of being stagnant, instead of like, this is the safe path. Because when I started waking up in the morning, I started thinking to myself, what if this is like my last year on earth? Am I saying yes to all the things that I think are going to move me forward? Am I saying yes to my dreams? And I have to go back and I think about how thankful I am for my mom's experience, the pain that she went through, and the fact that she had said, I want to live like I am dying so that I appreciate the taste of tacos, that I appreciate the smell of smog in Los Angeles. Like my mom was appreciating small things like being able to walk on her own, being able to feed herself on her own. And I started thinking to myself, my God, all the things I take for granted, one day I will not be able to savor the moment of where I am. And I started thinking, when I'm on my deathbed, I don't want to die a lawyer. When I'm on my deathbed, how am I going to be feeling about the things that I didn't pursue? And that was the same year that I decided to start my very first business. My very first business is I want to become a photographer. And that is the craziest thing that anybody could have said at that time because I didn't own a camera. I had never started a business. I am the daughter of an immigrant, so my family knew no one ever who had ever started a business. I didn't have money to start a business. I just dropped out of law school. Like, I, I was on scholarships. My husband was with us, my, my brand new husband with a startup company. We had no money. We had no connections. I had no education when it came to photography. I didn't have a camera. So, like, how stupid of me to say I want to become a photographer. And yet, in my simple stupidity, I knew that between the two options, the safe and narrow path of law school and living a half-life or the freaking adventure and hustle and grit and grind of being able to be my own boss. If it had not been for my mom's situation, I don't think that I would have been able to make that decision. So all these years later, I express gratitude for her health. I also express gratitude for her being a North Star of like waking me up to say life is so short. So what are you going to do with your life? 
When are you going to let yourself make the decision to bet on yourself? When are you going to take your business from a side hustle and actually make it a legit business? When are you going to stop listening to people's ideas of fear or doubt or you shouldn't be doing this or you should be more responsible or do you really think that you're the person who could do this? Like, I'm so thankful that I learned this lesson in this bittersweet origin of my story because now I stand in front of you. I stand on stages. I have a podcast and I say to you, like, what are you doing? How will you show up? When will you allow yourself the opportunity to bet on yourself and your business? This past week, people have seen me show up on social media different than I have before. So 98% of the year, it's just giving value and sharing what I know. And then 2% of the year, I come in and when we have open enrollment for Social Curator, I come in and I openly state that I am not selling a business. I'm offering an opportunity for somebody to change their business and transform their life. Why? I have seen too many live in a half state of not being able to pursue the thing that they want in their business. Social Curator is closing enrollment in three hours. I just popped on Facebook to be like, listen, part of the reason I created the thing that I did is because I got tired of wanting to take the safe path because the safe path wasn't leading me to where I wanted to go. So I finally took a risk. I bet on myself. I got a camera and I built a business entirely without a penny in marketing. When I first started, everything that I had built was on two forms of marketing, word of mouth and word of mouse. Like we're clicking and talking about my business. So I know that people would look at me and be like, you have no business starting a business. But I did it anyway. And this is why I believe when anybody tells somebody else that person shouldn't start a business, they're not talented enough, they're not smart enough, they're not qualified enough. I look at them and be like, I am so sorry you live with such a finite perspective of the world and people's capabilities. I feel bad for you because once you have tasted the rich, sweet water of hope and unrefined dreaming, like once you've been on the other side of taking nothing and making something, once you've been on the side of starting a business and you wonder if anybody will ever buy and then they do, the first time you ever make a dollar or $10 from somebody investing in what it is you do, it's intoxicating because all of a sudden you realize that you hold the keys to your future. You get to a point to where you're like, I'm tired of being tired. I'm done with being done. I'm ready to take my life into my own hands and build the thing that I want. My husband, when I first started my business, he said, I would rather see you fail at something you love than succeed at something you hate. And so years later, now that my business has changed and transformed, I literally look at people and say the same thing. From my mom, when you on your deathbed, what are all the things that you wish you would have done? And from my husband, I would rather see you fail at something you love than succeed at something you hate. So. I'm coming on on the off chance that there is somebody who's supposed to see this message. And on this glorious Friday afternoon, if you happen to stumble across this message, please know it is for you. Life is too short for you to second guess your power. Life is too short for you not to take a risk and do the thing that you want. And life is too short not to bet on yourself and make your business work. That is it. This is a PSA, your public service announcement, as darling, please stop playing small. 
Please stop being worried about the things that people are saying or the own doubts that you have distilled in your own heart. I promise you, on the other side of consistency, showing up for your business and building your brand on social media, the game entirely changes. I have nothing but love and gratitude today. It's a crazy day. It has been a crazy week, but this adventure would be so much sweeter to see you on the inside of Social Curator. Socialcurator.com forward slash join. I look forward to seeing you there. You hear my baby. You hear my baby running around. It's time for me to take a break and enjoy the fruit of the labor and show her what is possible for her future when she remains undaunted and determined to take her future in her own hands. Much love and gratitude. Wasn't that pep talk a breath of fresh air, friends? I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Jasmine Star Show as much as I did. But if you can't get enough of Jasmine's inspiration, motivation, and real talk, you should totally join her text community. Every single week, Jasmine sends out inspirational texts from the heart that will make you feel like you do right now, like you just breathed in a wonderful breath of that fresh air. Simply go to jasminestar.com slash text me to send Jasmine a text and get inspired every single week. Thank you so much for being here. Jasmine will be back to talk to you again soon. <music>